right. Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the channel. Welcome to the first episode of Sneaker Talk Jersey Edition. So what this series is going to be is going to be a, I'm thinking of making it a quarterly uh, series starting next year. And we'll basically, I'll bring on someone from the sneaker community uh, in New Jersey, because I feel like Jersey isn't like looked at really that highly. Everyone looks at New York or Chicago or LA, but there's definitely people in Jersey that are, you know, doing their thing. So I wanted to highlight that, you know, we talk about uh, recent trends where we think uh, sneakers and streetwear is going, um, you know, our favorite sneakers that released in that quarter or for the year in this instance, and then, yeah, you know, get everybody's thoughts on it. So today for the first episode, we have my boy V Victor, AKA Victor Gasol, AKA Where is Estrada, AKA, I don't know what else you go by, but you could uh, yeah. <laughs> introduce yourself. Like <laughs> uh, hey, Victor Estrada, I mean, here I am. Happy to be here with the homie Menza. And yeah, I mean, we ended up meeting at um at a uh, Top Dog Entertainment uh, concepts drop. I mean, it was when the uh, the Nike Cortez came out. A uh, lot of hype, man. A lot of people. I mean, we both came early, but unfortunately, the zoo that you undergo in the city, nothing's ever promised. Yeah. You, can be, you can be number one online right before the store opens and end up thirtieth in line. So yeah. It was, a, it was a great drop. I mean, we, we still got ate. we got everything, though. I mean, we still ate, don't get me wrong, but yeah. uh, it could have been a little better. But, you know, it is what it is. Sure. And happy to be here. I mean, that's just what it is. We're, all right. So um, just to get, like, a little intro on yourself. So when did you, like, for – I know you're younger than me. You're probably, like, what, 22, what, 21? Yeah, only 21, man. I'm turning 22 and 21. 21, and you've been – listen, I'm 26, but you <laughs> – You've been doing this for how long now? I mean, it all started in like 2011, like basically mm -hmm. like when it was just groundbreaking. I mean, I ended up walking into um, a family member's closet, like basically just looking around, just flooded in sneakers. And I just always wanted to know why people had a passion for sneakers and having so mm -hmm. many pairs that they don't even end up wearing and stuff like that. Right. And like, I asked my cousin the ropes and like, you know, he gave me a free pair of last shot 14s. And then he told me either Ooh. just flip them, you can wear them, you can do whatever you want. But if like try trade something, adding cash, figure it out. And I was like, I mean, if we can do it, started it all for me. Okay. So 2011. So I know like you recently have been buying like older collections, you know, dunks have gone uh, back in the limelight, which we're going to talk about later, but were you around during like the big dunk hype or was that a little bit like when it was dying down? I mean, the thing is, is like, just like every phase, like things get hot, the trend is all in mm -hmm. and then it just starts slowly fading away. And like when mm -hmm. I ended up jumping into dunks, I mean, my first pair of dunks was uh, Newcastle SB. I mean, mm -hmm. great pair for sure, the, man. The Travis Travises, you mean? They exploded. <laughs> yeah, the, the little yeah. Travis effect, the classic Travis effect. I mean, I ended up getting them for like $75 off a local. I mean, I was still grade Jeez. school size. So finding so finding a pair size seven and a half wasn't too easy. I ended up finding a, a local that was selling me a pair of nice Nike SB Brutes. 
and a pair of Nike SB Newcastles for 150 together. And that's something that I don't know if we're ever going to see ever again. So probably not, to be honest. And like that when I was crazy. in the SB hype, like don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like SBs were never as popping. Like you would literally offer a pair of SBs for a retro and people would be like, yo, get out of my face. Like I don't wear right. dunks. I don't wear any of that. And then mm-hmm. now we're just in a time 2020. I mean, the hype kind of started around. I would say like late 2018, it started getting a little reckless. Right. Like the surges. When the purple and lobsters came out, I think. Yeah, that's that's basically like when all the craze started back, and then everyone in there greeted a pair of Nike SBs. And I mean, we shifted from loving Adidas Ultra Boost and 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 all this stuff, and then now we just neglect the Ultra Boost. It's all under retail. The collab yeah. doesn't matter. Like, it, it just has no influence on it. And, like, mm-hmm. now it's just people are not really liking Jordan retros unless it's a Jordan 1, a 3, or a 4. Everything else kind of gets neglected. Even the 11 kind of fading away here and there. So yeah. It's crazy, bro. And, like, even, like, I was never really into SB. I remember I had a pair of, I think they're, I don't know if they're in the SB line, but they're, like, nike like 6.0s or something they're kind of like it but they're not (laughs) nowhere near the hype or collab or anything but i had got a pair of purple lobsters for like two i think under 300 i think it was like 280 or something like that and like that's a thousand dollar shoe right now like it's insane that was like you said like two years ago it's just and at that it's not yeah at the end of the day, man, it's a $100 skate shoe. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, how people are paying all this these chunks of money on these plain colorways. Like, I, I've never understood. If you're going to drop, like, for example, the Kentucky Dunk Low, the Syracuse mm-hmm. Low, the St. John's mm-hmm. Low, like, these are plain $100 dunks with the most mediocre leather ever. And people are dishing yeah. out five, six hundred dollars for it. Like I it's it's just baffling to me. Like if you're gonna use your five to six hundred dollars, look back down the timeline of SBs and buy yourself a nice classic. Because at this point, yeah. man, it's it, you're just paying for the the fad. Like, oh yeah, this man got dunks on. And it's like this man can't even do an Ollie. Like that's <laughs> just what it is. Like we're just in a point in time where everything is is fashion. It's never a passion it's never a love for it's just hype mm-hmm. like right bottom line yeah all right so let's get into this uh just a recap for everybody just like going through the timeline from like january till now for the year so uh obviously at the top of the year and like me and you talked about this briefly before but you know the passing of uh you know kobe and you know I was never like a huge Kobe fan, but I definitely respected him. I always liked LeBron more, but it's like you can't hate the man. Like just you hate him for beating your team. Like he was an amazing player and always was just like just willed his team to win to just be like, everyone get out the way. Like we make our jokes, he's a ball hog, things like that. But it's like, bro, he he didn't give a shit. Like he was like, move, I'm taking a game over and I'm we're winning. Like and you just have to respect that and just how he was with his family. And like everyone talks about after his retirement, just, you know, winning an Oscar and 
moving on to do different things with his career and like his little um I forget what it's called. He was doing the like Kobe analysis, like breaking down tape and everything. So like he was definitely was, you know, on his way. And for me, I feel like it was just so I kept saying it to myself for like a week, like, yo, Kobe really passed. And it was in like he's like an old player from the forties that just passed. Like he just retired four years ago. And like yep. I was coming out the the movie theater. We went to see Bad Boys Three and I get in the car and normally, you know, I turn on the car and I just like plug in my phone, but I like didn't for some reason. And the radio was on and it was ESPN and, you know, they were talking about it. And I was like, what? I checked my phone and everything and it happened. I was like, oh my. And like the way it happened too. Like, it's not even like, you know, he had cancer or like, you know, even a car accident happens more often than, than that. It was the, the helicopter accident. Something that he, they say he takes the helicopter all the time. And then, you know, his daughter and then all the other families are in there. And it was just like tragic. And I didn't even think about sneakers at that moment. But then I don't know why something like, it was like an hour later. I was like, let me see if this, because I've never heard of something like this. Like, let let me see if this affected sneakers. And I go on and I see every like outlet Kobe like doing like five hundred dollars. I see people on eBay selling like old jerseys from like two thousand three that are in their closet for like three hundred and they're like old ripped up, torn up jerseys and like uh, I don't know. It was just it was insane to me. And I don't know. You said you were like at a sneaker event when it happened, right? Yeah, um, honestly, man, I mean, above all things, it was probably one of the most tragic things like we've probably had uh, within the last five years and stuff like Kobe's influence, man, forget it. One of the best players of all time, without a doubt. I mean, you know, the whole LeBron Kobe conversation is just out of the question, like both greatness, both great players, like the motive to win is always there. Like the, the leadership that these two players have is just absolutely insane. And like, it's just so tragic. Cause like you said, it was just life is precious. Like nothing's ever guaranteed that next tomorrow, like he was just going to uh, practice like with his daughter and stuff and like a couple other uh, close friends of his and stuff like that. And it was just so instant. Like I was at a sneaker convention in Jersey city. I don't know where I have my table, whatever. And I just see a bunch of kids flooding my table. Oh, what Kobe's you got? yo, what Kobe's you got? Oh, you got any Kobe jerseys? You got any Kobe apparel? And I'm just like, like, why are you asking? Like, like mainly, I yeah. mean, what I usually, like, what I usually resell is like Dunks, uh, SBs, uh, Jordan Retros, some like popular collabs, but like I never really ventured into like the Kobe line or the Nike basketball mm-hmm. line because everything kind of died out after the whole LeBron 9 model, the Kobe 7 model, um, right, Nike you know, basketball is what it was. It's never going to be the same. Like every, the, yeah. the refill is getting extremely high on every single pair. Like it's mm-hmm. stuff that just eventually people are just going to wait and catch it at the outlets for cheaper. So mm-hmm. I mean, the the impact is insane. I mean, I don't like what Nike's doing right now. Uh, realistically speaking, I mean, they should just make sneakers like Kobe retro sneakers that are coming out. You know, re-releasing and stuff more available to the community. I mean. Like, it's just, the demand is there. All that's needed mm-hmm. is the supply and that should be met. 
I mean, at the end of the day, it's making Nike money. It's making the fans happy. It's making everyone happy at the end of the day. More money, more revenue. Yeah. Like, I don't see why we can't just venture into, like, some sort of pre-order system where, like, things are, like, mm-hmm. like the whole the whole Travis Scott stuff where everything's made to order and come six, mm-hmm. six weeks, six, eight weeks, 10, <laughs> three months. weeks. Like, yeah, yeah. Like why can't we do something like that? Like, I don't see why Nike has to keep making people fight over sneakers, like legendary sneakers that all tell a story. So above right. all things, I mean, it was definitely one of the saddest things that happened out of 2020 still feels unreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, not being able to see him on the sideline and stuff and like cheering on the Lakers and all this stuff, but I mean, I don't know. It's caught everyone off guard, realistically speaking. Yeah. And, but, yeah, so, I mean, and, you know, with that, when we talk about, like, reselling Kobe's, like, to me, I respect anyone that says, like, you know, they're not going to because they don't want to, you know, profit off his death or anything like that. But, like, the way I looked at it was always, like, everything's about timing. Like, they even did a um, – what you call it, sneaker closets on complex with mayor. And he said like, right after Kobe died, he was getting offers for like a hundred thousand for the Kobe Jordan pack, the, uh, the threes and the eights. And he's like, he just didn't feel right doing it at the time. But he said like, eventually maybe he will do that. Cause that's a great offer. And, you know, that's kind of the way I look at it. Like there's a difference between, you know, like you said, immediately when he passed, everyone's running to your table to, you know, try and buy out people, uh, flight club and all these consignment shops are saying everybody was running through pulling the shoes out within an hour. They were all sold out on Nike. Everyone thought they Nike took it off, but people were actually buying things up on Nike. So I think there's a, it's all about timing. You know what I mean? So it's like, if that's the first thing you're thinking about when, a guy passes then like I can't really respect that that's not something I was trying to do but you know we're almost a year removed from it I feel like if you can get a pair and you know sell it for a little bit then you know it is what it is because the this goes into what people say like oh I hate resellers I hate this I hate that and it's like the other side of it to me is if only the people that wanted the shoe got it and you weren't able to get it, you wouldn't be able to get it without someone reselling it. So it's like, there's two sides to it. You know what I mean? Like if everybody wanted, you know, let's say the Kobe Grinch is just, that just came out, that shoe, regardless of if he passed or not, it was going to be the same to me because that's such a legendary shoe from, you know, 10 years ago. So it's like, if there wasn't someone that could resell it and you didn't hit on Foot Locker or you didn't, you know, there's no first come first serve right now, but if there was that, if, someone isn't waiting in line to do that and a reseller is out there to get you that shoe, you would never get it. So, you know, there's, there's other sides to that. I mean, that's a whole other like five hour discussion in and of itself. Oh, I agree. But, yeah. We can go on this like for hours and stuff, but I agree. I can't agree more with you. I mean, if the first thing you're doing is trying to profit off someone's death, like you got a bit of a problem here. Like that's just, yeah. that's just the lowest of the low. I mean, like you said, we're almost about to approach a year since it happened. You got to factor in there's people that do this for a living. I mean, every weekend is an opportunity to make money for us. Like, that's just what it is. It's always hit or or win, but um, I mean, hit or loss. But the thing is, is like, what makes me question this whole situation is if the inflation happened on all Kobe models, stuff that was an outlet, stuff that was never desirable, um, stuff like this, like, but that all like 
had um, some sort of correlation to Kobe. What's going to happen when Michael Jordan dies? Like, is everything magically going to become yeah. desirable? That's that's the yeah. huge picture there is about this. Because, like, yes, Kobe passed and stuff. Like, rest in peace. But, like, at the end of the day, he didn't have full control of his sneaker line or how things were produced or manufacturing. Like, everything happened at such a young age for, like, Kobe and LeBron that these people don't necessarily have all control that they actually should. Yeah. upon like the And it's, of like... Speaking of Jordan, it's like the, I think the other thing that, and we'll wrap this uh, up real quick. But the other thing is, Kobe's weren't, you know, Jordans are known to be resold. Like even like older LeBron models, you know, back when Nike basketball was high, it was like being resold. So I think that's the other thing that rubbed people the wrong way is the fact that you know no one wanted these Kobe's before. Like some did. But, the, yeah. you know, you also got to realize, like, styles change, too. Like, no one's walking around in basketball shoes for the most part. Even, like, most, like, Jordans, a lot of the models that people wear, the retros, aren't – they're basketball sneakers because he played in them, but they haven't been updated with new technology or anything. Like, the Jordan 6s, I was wearing them today, like, they infamously have literally cardboard under the insole. Like, it's <laughs> – they're not – it's not the same. You know, so I think that that rubbed people the wrong way. But um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was All-Star Weekend 2020 in Chicago, which was probably the last first come, first serve, in-store, like, I'm guessing he's grabbing something crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is literally oh. the best piece of this All-Star Weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. If you guys don't know what that is, that's that all-star weekend airship pack. Oh man, now you gotta open those. That is a beautiful shoe, man. By far, I think these are the most respectable one out of the pack. Haven't came out since 1984. So it was always nice to see a retro in this. So I just had to find And if people don't know that. The shoe he's holding right now is actually the shoe that got banned. I know Nike ran with the Jordan 1 being banned, but it was technically both, but, you know, it's, it was the airship. That's crazy. So, All-Star Weekend 2020. Were you out there in Chicago? You good, you good, you good. Uh, actually, man, uh, I wasn't. Uh, I actually had a buddy who won four reservations on 26 accounts. And he was just like, hey, man, like, this he is the, flew out the there? Yeah, and, like, he flew out there. And the thing is, is, like, I have people in Chicago. Like, I got, like, people I've met through sneakers, like, that I've gone to Lollapalooza mm-hmm. with, stuff like that. Like, it's, it's just crazy what the sneaker community can bring to you. And, like, a buddy of mine was like, hey, I was at work. I got a phone call. He was like, yo, like, I ended up hitting four, four packs. Like, I don't know what to do because the time is coming to close. I don't know if the, the different um, – because the thing is, is, like – Full, uh, all foot sites patched it where you can change the name on the reservation right before confirming right. and like, yeah. like it was a point where you can also just if it wasn't working on the app you can log in on the computer and then change your mm-hmm. name on there and then it would actually work so i was calling mm-hmm. up all my people i'm like yo i got 200 i got 300 i got 400 for you like i need you to come pick up this pack like let me know what's up. Oh, and all these people flaking. You know how it goes when you need something. It's always yeah. And like and then, you know, but but when people need something from you, you're always there. Oh, you it is. Yeah. But I finally found yeah. one buddy. I was like, yo, I got you with 300 cash. Like, 
just come pick them up for me, please. Like, I'll change it to your reservation and stuff. And like, don't get me wrong, man. Like, the thing is that people don't know about this uh, new beginnings pack is that there's only 500 pairs released. That's it. Really? And like, people don't know. That's the thing. Like, the at first, like, second the uh, the pack dropped at All-Star Weekend and stuff. Uh, my buddy picked it up for me. Bunch of resellers had, like, basically, like, you know, harassing him. Yo, bro, I got 1,200. I got 1,300 mm-hmm. right now, bro. And I kept telling my boy, I was like, nah, bro, just ship them back. Like, let's just stick to the original plan. And now they're going for around 2,200 in most sizes. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, retail, like, you know, still got the receipt and stuff. What was retail? Chicago. Like literally the total after everything was just uh $386 after tax, like retail was $350. So at the end of the day, I paid around $600. I mean, it is what it is. It's just a piece of history that people are just currently neglecting right now. Cause the thing is, is like there's too many shoes being pumped out. Like people are running yeah. out of money. These just fell right under the radar, but soon come, man, forget it. This is gonna be a huge collectible for Jordan, uh, for Jordan enthusiasts and stuff. So definitely. Wow. Okay, so the other thing with I was thinking about going out there too, but I was just like, I can't fly out somewhere and know everybody in the world was gonna be there trying to do the same thing. Like, even going to New York is kind of like, it's kind of a hassle, but at the same time, it's like it's right there. Like, paying for a flight, hotel. It's Chicago is cold as hell. hell Everybody's yeah. there to do the same thing. Like, and this was like, like you said, like Foot Locker changed their app. So it was like, I don't like, I don't even want to get into Flex app right now, but like. <laughs> yeah, seriously, just, that is just an aggravating, like. <laughs> I don't even use it, bro. Like it's, I literally couldn't hit on anything. Like I would buy stuff, return it after I'm like negative 15,000 points or something right now. Like, and the people yeah. that have been eating keep eating. So they're at like yeah. 2 million points and they're just like, it, it's done at that point. They're always going to hit. So yeah, yeah. I got a, uh, what do you call it? There's local resellers, dude, in our area, man, who got like 30, 40 accounts with over 2 million points, man. Like, like, I got a buddy of mine that hit, uh, what do you call it? He hit 26 pairs of Kobe Grinches on the apps. And, like, he and he, and he put 40, 40 submissions. He hit 26 somehow. I mean, and it's just that's, like you said, bro, like, the people that are eating are only going to keep eating because the points are going to keep coming back after they spend it mm-hmm. on the raffles, and then they're just going to constantly keep eating. It's, like... Personally, like, I haven't touched a single W, like, this entire time. Like, during the app change, like, yeah. I used to go from it's hitting terrible. 10, 15 pairs, and my, my uh, what do you call it, the only um, issue that I had was finding people to put the reservations under. It was never mm-hmm. buying the sneaker. Like, it was a confirmed 10 clip of almost anything. And now, mm-hmm. forget it, man. Like, done. Yeah, so. it's over. And, like, it sucks, but it's like, that. that's... Uh, it is what it is bro like it's just crazy because it's like these are like the mall stores that you can't even get shoes at like i hit my first finish line raffle actually i've hit finish line i think twice in my life 
once was the end of last year for the what do you call them, the Yisrael's or whatever that green easy that I didn't even bother to pick up is going for like two dollars over retail, yeah, and yeah. I just hit last week the uh, those like Volt Jordan ones are supposed to come out in a couple weeks, so okay, you know, definitely still worth grabbing. Mine at least held. Yeah, I mean, and I'll sit on it or whatever. Like it'll go up. So Jordan one we. We're talking before we start recording about every one that's going up. But, yeah, um, literally, it's sickening. So, I mean, it's crazy, man. But with but um, the we got to talk about, man, for All Star Weekend by far was the uh, the Chicago three, the 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 Toro, the Toro three. Oh with the, my! Eye on the heel. Every reseller was out there just buying like 15, 20 clips, like not even knowing that there was so that the fear of God, uh, triple black, I believe, released all star weekend at uh, nah, Saint it, was the, um, it was the what do you call it? I think they called them the, the questions or something. They had like gray, black, and like cream on it. Yeah, I actually think, yeah, dude. And like San Alfred, it was like a first come, first serve at San Alfred, like for these, fear and he guys. was there, I think, and Jerry all these was resellers. There. And yeah, and all these resellers are fighting over these these Chicago t- like Toro threes, man. And now look, like we and they dropped got, in like New York too, with you know, Chicago like, on the back. Like that's what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, like in the position of a reseller, like everything is timing and knowing like information. Like that's all it is. Because yeah. at Complex Con, man, like three years back, I missed the fat loop myself. It was the uh, the Jordan one not for resale, the the black and yellow pair, the tour yellow. That oh, pair was literally yeah, those were at uh what like foot action or something. It was literally foot action, just downtown LA, and like I was just, just so focused yeah. on other things, and, like people were getting like My boy 10, got 15, like thirty pairs, like, bro. Yep, yeah. like that's like everything is knowledge timing. Like if you don't have either, you're not going to be successful anywhere. Like 100%. at the end of the day, like. Like knowing, and that's what I keep telling people is like knowing, like that that old saying, like oh, the more you know, like it literally is like probably eighty five percent of it because it's like if you don't know where to go, what time, how, who, oh, whatever, yeah. what are you gonna do? It don't matter how much money you have, like yo, yeah, that money means nothing if you don't have the info, man. Forget it. You're not touching. Like slow. It's slow. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, what else came out? And then the um, the quantum, the quantum Yeezys, and you know that famous clip, the guys taking the fear of God, the yellow joints, right? Was it the yellow one? Yes, it was the canary yellow. That shoes, like, no, I gotta check right now. That shoes going for something stupid right now, especially since Jerry uh, announced that he's uh, extremely limited shoe too, man. Like, bro. And that came out, I think, Complex Con last year or something in Chicago. Bro, that shoe, well, I don't really go off lowest ass, but like yeah. highest bid right now is like 3500 in the size 10. Oh my God. Like it's last sale was 3380 in the size wow. 7.5. Like that guy, like. He must be sick, like beyond words. Like, and just... and he and he put the quantums on, so it's like you can't even flip those. And like I get it, everything's not about resale. Like if you like it, yeah. you like it. But it's like I also look at it like 
things still have value. Like it, it it's stupid to like, oh, I really want a pair of white on white Air Force Ones. So I'm going to trade my Travis Scott's for like, no, bro. Like you, like, no, I agree. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. And at the end of the day, man, like people need to start realizing that these companies, what they say is exclusive will eventually drop at another time. Like, yeah. if you look at those basketball Yeezys, they're literally under retail in most sizes. Mm-hmm. Like, in most, besides like you gotta the realize, Yeezys, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, man, like, people got to learn the aspect of patience. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, like, if you're not patient in this game, you're going to lose a lot of money. Take a look at those yeah. J Balvins, like, those those Jordan 1s, man. They were smacking, what, 1100 before drop? And now they're barely touching $600 in the best sizes. So next thing, immediately right after All-Star Weekend, <laughs> the pandemic shut everything <laughs> down. Literally, like, I think the Thunder were playing or something. Like, Chris Paul was on the court. And, like, right before tip-offs, they were just like, guys, go home. We're in lockdown. And I was just like, oh, okay. And it was like. No one knew what was happening. Everyone thought, oh, we'll let this blow over in a week. The president's talking about it's going to go away. And, I mean, if you want to listen to that guy, whatever. But yeah. next thing you know, like, it's funny because, like, kids in college, literally, they, they went away for a spring break, and then they never came back to campus. <laughs> like, that, that, was is it. that was how they truth. ended school. Like, it's nuts. So I'm like, we've seen, like, from the pandemic, for better or worse, I mean, I guess for better if you're not into some of these like shoes, like I think the pandemic plus the, you know, the whole Jordan Last Dance documentary, like retros, like we talk about Jordan ones, but even like fives and threes and sixes, elevens, of course, like twelves, like people are paying like $300 like locally for so many shoes probably more for some people and it's like i mean it's great for the resellers but it's like for people that's just like i just want to get the shoe like it's kind of annoying like yeah. not even the resale aspect but the fact that like all these stores are raffling every single shoe it's like bro like some of these shoes don't need to be raffled Yes, yes. Like, that's one thing that, like, 2020 has absolutely, like, gone down the gutter for sneakers. Like, we're talking general release dunks. Like, Jordan won mids being raffled. Like, wait. Yeah. I got to be going crazy. Like, I got to be losing it at this point. Jordan won mids. Like, it's just sickening. Like, it's almost impossible for even the reseller or the general consumer to touch a sneaker. Like it's like they're obligated to pay resell. They don't have an option. Like we're we're talking during the pandemic, like you said, take a look at the air force one triple white during the pandemic. You could not find I walk into any store. It's nowhere. You you could ask any grade school, preschool men's. You can't find a single pair. Like resellers are actually reselling triple white Air Force Ones at over $120. How is this possible? And I kind of respect it, honestly, like resellers, like hustlers in general, or like you're going to find a way to make money. Like you got to adapt. Like, okay, people are doing 
you know, like you said, pre-ordering heavy, finding out how to get in all these raffles, like hyping up a shoe that's like a GR, but like you can sell it. Even even if you're making like 50 bucks, like, okay, but if I get 10 of these, I'll make 500. Like yeah. they're, they're figuring out how to, you know, how to make it work. So, or even like paying on top and then, you know, flipping it for higher and what you would normally do for like, you know, cash out on like Jordan ones or like, uh, you know, an off white or something. But now they're like, hey, I'll I'll buy, you know, get some kid pay like, yo, I'll pay two twenty and I'll buy all your Jordan fives and then flip them for three hundred a pop and you're just you're lit. Like, it's about profit at the end of the day. Like some people think too much about the buy in price and not about the the net profit. Like, if I can spend a thousand and make fifteen hundred like a thousand is a big buying but it's like if you know you're gonna make 1500 it makes so much more sense than spending 170 or 200 to make like 280 like it's yeah and the issue is is like the issue is with a lot of resellers is that they think that just because they didn't touch at retail means that there's no opportunity to make money off someone else like i've cashed out so much ego bro like (laughs) Yeah, like at the end of the day, I'm like, another thing is that we have all these resellers going for the big ticket items, but they forget all the under the radar items that are making mm-hmm. you more, or if not just about the same amount as you would selling a hype sneaker. Like people need to learn how to adapt. And like, you'll find more day, buyers too. At the end of the like day, you're not I mean, going to find buyers to find, like most of the time, like that's why sometimes like I'll post just on my page, just to show like, okay, I get sneakers at least somewhat consistently, but like yeah. most of my followers aren't spending, like they don't even want to spend $300 on a shoe for the most part. Like, oh, yeah, you, you got to take like your own personal feelings out of it. And that's something like I've learned, like I might think a shoe is garbage, but if people want it, why would I not grab it to sell it? You know? Yeah, I agree. Like some people put too much emotion into what they do. I mean, I've sold shoes that I think are absolutely hideous, but I'm still making my money out of it. I'm making other people happy. But what people need to realize is that there's a fat niche in sneakers under 200. Like, you're, it's not every day someone looks at a Jordan and is like, yeah, bro, I'm going to pay 400, 500 for these. It's not every day. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to realize it like from a standpoint that they are just sneakers. Like, it, it, these aren't making you fly. These aren't making you faster. Like, it's just sneakers. Like, it's just the passion. I gain your girls. And this, yeah, no, yeah. Trust me. I, I Come on, man. I'm still in college right now. And I've seen dudes with, like, fake shoes, fried vans, like, fried Converse, just absolutely mopping the floor with bagging, these women. Just and then, and then here comes, nah, and then, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then here's Victor Estrada, just, you know, in his nice ass pair of shoes, just in the corner, just holding a cup, watching this all unfold. <laughs> And like you don't see me just coming up to girls like yeah you know these are like four hundred dollar off whites <laughs> like it's it's not how it works like unfortunately I mean hey man if if all these sneakers got me women bro I'd be I'd be the next Hugh Hefner but that's not that's another topic huh yeah so uh, Black Lives Matter movement was a big thing you know this summer uh, it still is a big thing of course obviously it's died down a little bit but how do you feel about you know every brand you know kind of being late to 
putting this at the forefront and like it's great that they've you know if you go on anyone's website now they have a whole black lives matter like section but do you feel like i don't know do you feel like it's it's impossible to do like the oh are people like genuine or anything but it's like why did it take now like this stuff's been happening for so long and you profit so much off of like black culture or like inner city culture or like minority culture things like that and it's like i don't know is it uh, how do you feel about like brands kind of jumping on it now i mean at the end of the day bro like unfortunately it's not as genuine like it's not genuine it's all a marketing like it's all a marketing like mastermind like behind it at the end of the day if you see like as a consumer like let's say a general consumer who doesn't view it this way they just see this post mm-hmm. like or this page and they're like wow like they actually support this movement but they really don't because at the end of the day um you ask for like fundraisers and stuff from these companies they just look the other way like like you said before this has been going on for hundreds of years and then all of a sudden, yeah. like your brand, your company magically cares about the lives of African-Americans or people of color. Like, it's just, unfortunately, it's not genuine. Like, it's it's not something like, I don't know. It's just, it's greed. Like at the end of the day, yes, they profit off minority culture and like, and all these different kinds of cultures and never repay what they receive out of it. Like, it's just greed. Like at the end of the yeah. day, like social reform is needed. Uh, police corruption is needs to be put to an end but like at the end of the day it seems like they're at a higher power than everyone and that there's no one that can stop them we have innocent lives of hispanics african-americans uh all all sorts of cultures and like everything is just brushed away like sometimes it can't even make it to court like literally like things with concrete evidence are not being taken care of properly like video people, evidence like, dna yeah, like, everything like, like yeah. i don't know how we can just neglect the evidence that's in front of us and act like it's not enough like we have people that are facing like life in prison for like marijuana offenses Dime like bags, years back bro. yeah yeah like literally we, we have people like literally like facing tw- like still doing their sentence of 20 25 years 30 years over like a couple bags of pot so like do I think things are ever going to change? Not really. I mean, it's great what the people are doing. I'm glad that like, there's still a lot of people advocating and like not acting like this has faded away. Cause like at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like some people felt pressured to post about it. Like, Oh, this person doesn't support the movement, blah, 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 blah. And like, I just feel like everybody should at least speak their voice, especially with the kind of government we have. Like, it's just the corruption is everywhere. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's in every government and stuff, but like the way that our people are treated is not fair at all. Like not even close, Mm -hmm. like all these reforms and all these laws and protecting it, it, nothing like the police is above everything. Like all these companies just, it's going to give them more coin. Like at the end of the day, man, sure. look at the, uh, look at the conversation of, uh, LGBTQ, uh, like look at Nike's line, the, what is it? The, the pride true. line they had and stuff like they're just yeah. profiting off like the LGBTQ community. Like they're acting like they advocate it and like that they enforce it like in their, in their corporate and all these businesses. But at the end of the day, look at how many hate crimes go under the radar and they don't do anything about it. And then it, yeah, they're not. Man. You know, like it's, it's sickening, man, to say the least, like these companies are nothing but greed. Like 
at the end of the day, like if something new like comes out of nowhere to advocate, best believe these brands are going to start releasing sneakers and clothing like regarding this kind of topic. But you look at the, the revenue that they make off it and none of it is going to the charities or the organizations like fighting this. Like, Or even if they are, it's like they'll say like a percentage or a portion. And it's like, I get it. Like you're a company too. Like, but like at the end of the day, if you're a multi-billion dollar company, like you can shelve out a million dollars. <laughs> like it's, yeah, no, it. I agree. Like the revenue's coming in every single day. Like it's not going to kill anybody or any of these yeah. huge billion trillion dollar companies to donate a million dollars. And so that they can also write it as a tax or tax write-off. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I really don't. Things need to change. And hopefully, I mean, we can see a bit better, like, like just the bettering of the situation, at least like some sort of progress, like, cause it's mm. needed and right now it's needed. Like, cause things at this point can only get worse. So before they get better. For sure. For sure. And, you know, shout out to everybody like in the sneaker community, that's like giving back and like using their platforms and everything like that, especially at like the corporate level or like, you know, these mom and pop shop boutiques and everything like that. So um okay and then the last thing for the timeline would be um jerry lorenzo going to adidas so first when i saw it i was like okay i remember like there were some rumors like when we we talked about the the shoe he put out at uh all-star weekend where like nike might have given him some flack because uh he was basically mirroring like an Allen Iverson uh, old campaign or something like that. And it was like, it was super dope, but it's like, it's Reebok. Nike doesn't play that. Like Reebok is owned by Adidas even. So like it was a whole problem. And then like some phone call uh, leaked about, you know, things he wanted to do with Nike going forward and then them like changing their mind and like, I don't know. I know everyone compares this to like, oh, Kanye leaving and Nike is letting talent just go. And it's like Nike at the end of the day, it's like it's such a behemoth that it's like it doesn't matter what they do. Like people are going to buy it. So and they have, you know, they still have Virgil. They still have Travis. They still have, you know, all these guys are bringing in. So to me, it's like I respect anyone leaving a company and like no matter what success they can bring you and then going where you want to have like artistic expression. Like, I don't think anyone thinks like the Adidas Yeezy is better than the Nike Yeezy, but you know, look at what he was able to do with Adidas. Like it's, I think the 350 V2 is going to like already is like a top five Adidas shoe ever. Like if you think about it of all time, like you throw the superstar in there, the Samba, the Shelto's, the, um Stan Smith stuff like that like the the easy 350 v2 which people are still buying like in mass is like it's 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 there and he's put out so many models it's a fresh new silhouette things like that so with Jerry the interesting to me was interesting thing to me was the fact that they put him as like the head of like creative director of like Adidas basketball which obviously there is somewhere they're like kind of like dropping the ball as far as like James Harden, Dame Lillard and all these guys, no one's really buying those shoes. I don't think, but 
I don't know where he's going to go with that because the Airfare God one with Nike was technically a basketball shoe, but like who really hooped in it besides like PJ Tucker? And that's because he got seeded a pair. Like yeah. and he plays in everything. Like he played in freaking Red Octobers. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know where there, it's going to go. The issue is with Nike is that they're not allowing. Their um, what do you call it? The people that are joining their lines and stuff enough power to design what they actually want to design. They have way too much power over like what the people have to release, or they're just giving people just poor silhouettes. I mean, look at Drake, <laughs> unbelievable man. One of yeah. the best, like not, not you know, one of the best artists of our time. And the biggest artist ever. No, it's true. And like and and this man's sneakers are not reselling. Like they're giving him Jordan eight models to work on jordan 12 models to work on give this man a jordan one we had jay balvin yeah. get a jordan one before before drake or like why not give him a jordan three that's going to release i mean yes the little mm-hmm. wayne versus whatever summer tour that came out like those had some yeah. incorporation so mad I can go to that. but yeah but it's but yeah it's those were like a pe or like only like what 30 pairs at, ever yeah at this point it's kind of just friends and family but like that's what i'm saying like if nike and jordan was able to give these people more power at their own lines like they would want to stay and the issue is is that i was reading like certain like comments that jerry lorenzo made regarding leaving and stuff is that nike was not giving him um what do you call it basically they weren't giving a guarantee of his like yeah. contract like the thing is is like he was saying is like okay if i stay at nike i don't know what th- what's my last day gonna be and like yeah. at the end of the day adidas was able to provide him a long-term contract and probably yeah. a lot more flexibility like when it comes to like releasing like adidas sure. basketball lines because like at the end of the day man jerry and he lorenzo, worked on the original 750s i believe yeah yeah like jerry oh, lorenzo yeah. has like this man is a mastermind for this, like for this fashion stuff. Like this guy could throw on, like he basically brought the whole sale colorway to become hot. Like this man was Bro. throwing sale on anything and it was selling hoodies, sweatpants, t- oversized t-shirts for like $60, just plain. Like, or, or now he's got his little, you know, essentials line, which is a lot more affordable, similar quality, but it's not the same fear of God that they were, you know. So the thing is, yeah. man, is like, what Nike's got to do is they need to, they need, they, they need to get it together. Like at this point, you guys know what sells, you know, what's hot, like just start putting it to work. Like, I don't understand like what they lose out of like giving someone a better sneaker, like model to work on or their own model. Like it, I don't know. I don't know what's going on at Nike. And if they continue with this sort of comfort, they're going to get surpassed. Like eventually I'm sorry. Like Yes, you know, you know how you said like the swoosh on anything is automatically hot. I understand. Yeah. But could they be running out of time? Uh, like if you don't give these the people thing is, forget it. It's <sighs> nothing's gonna progress. The thing is just because Nike is such like a great back catalog of like retros and stuff that like like first of all, having Jordan brand as like a branch of your <laughs> thing just like yeah. You know, it's it's such a help for them. And then, like, they have a lot of retros of, like, Air Maxes will never go out of style. Like, Air Force Ones will never go out of style. Like, they have such a great back kind of dunks, as we see. Like, yeah. And, and unfortunately, like, since there's a value on this stuff, like, I know people think, oh, let's band together and 
like decide not to like boycott. It's like, okay, you go boycott. I'm gonna go grab thirty pairs of these fucking whatever. And, and still like, sell them. Nope, I agree. Yeah, so it's we'll see. I think the problem with Nike is I think they're basing all their stuff on like history, but like other brands are trying to find like new ways to like innovate, bring new silhouettes and stuff like that. Like we talk about like Adidas, like all these other brands are kind of like New Balance is huge now. Like they're and they're going after like I think they like Adidas still makes more than Nike over like the past couple months or whatever because they're not just so oh we don't have the hype but it's like but we're providing product in abundance like it's affordable like your regular uncle's gonna buy it like that type yeah, of thing yeah. like they're trying to move sales that way like I feel like it's it's similar to like Xbox and PlayStation like people's like oh everyone's buying the PlayStation it's like but Xbox's experience and how they're getting you to buy things once you get the unit like this game pass thing right now like i've been on it like, i've had xbox for years since like oh seven but like them just getting everybody to build a community so that you're constantly buying stuff or like oh try this game on game pass and then when it's off a of game pass you buy it for real or like just having that option like i they're not just going after like everyone just looks at sales like old system sales like there's a lot of more that goes into the company than like hype and you know memes and shit like that like people are just yeah, yeah i agree yeah the whole yeah like if something happens in the sneaker community forget it it's already on twitter the next like five minutes or so but i mean at the end of the day man uh, could jerry lorenzo create something huge 100 percent. i mean if this man knows how to use that sale palette on some clean basketball sneakers man he can do it yeah. for sure for right. sure. The issue and is, like, um, yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, the thing is, is, like, yes, Adidas outperforming Nike and stuff. But, like, the thing is, is, like, Nike has too much ego to drop their sneakers at very low discounts. Because, like, end of the year, yeah. Adidas sales are nothing like Nike sales. Like, we're talking, like, $15 Stan Smith's, uh, $55 mm-hmm. uh, Ultra Boost that retail for $180. But the thing is, is Nike would rather sit on these products and like not make them go on sale than like make them go on sale and then just rally up a crazy Q4. That's the issue here too. I feel like that, yeah, it's their pride. Like they, they can't, like they feel like maybe it'll like diminish the brand or like people will start thinking they're going out of business and things like that. Okay. So I'll just say like, you know, X, Y, or Z, you say hot or not. And then where do you see it going into next year? So first thing, dunks, SBs and or non-SBs. Uh, I mean, me being a reseller of like older dunks and stuff. And like, yeah, I've touched a couple new pairs. But the thing is, is like, if people haven't noticed the FLX app is already showing multiple dunk colorways yeah. dropping on foot stores. Yeah. And I was looking at yeah. these calendar, bro, and, like, we're talking low-tier malls getting these dunks. Yeah. So the issue yeah. is, I mean, is did Nike, like, react the wrong way? Yeah, they did, because, like, there's plenty of time more for these dunks to keep selling, but if you're going to keep pumping out a different color or, like, an old retro every two weeks, you're only diminishing the demand for it. Cause it's like, okay, yeah, I got I, these dunks, but like, I don't got them in that color, but it's like, people aren't yeah. dying to have that full color palette in dunks, you know? Yeah. Could so it you go think in- it's 
hot right now or it's kind of it's, it's hot right now but the steam is starting to blow off and i don't think it's going to touch too far into 2021 like i think like towards the end of the year of 2021 like by the time that all these dunks start getting pumped out crazy people are going to be like uh like let's just go back to the jordans and then it's like that's what i see because like i've been selling old models and like i've been seeing lower like the prices of older dunks starting to like simmer down a little too so at the end Mm. of the day uh it's hot now but it's going to skate through 2021 and I think it's going to like fully. So I don't know. Yeah. And I think like, I think it also depend on the colorways too. Like, like we said, like the Syracuse right now, like 500, 600 Kentucky's like the Sambas even aren't going for that much, but I like that shoe. And like, it's actually a retro from like 2001. So like some of those that are retros or like, came out in a high or a low years ago and now they're back like those I feel like will be okay but when they're just like pumping out random colorways it's like it doesn't have the staying power of like you said like a Jordan 1 retro that you know there's history behind it with a name to it like Jordan Michael Jordan is at the end of the day is the reason it sells like yeah it's like sad not sad to say but like that's how life is like it's not just what it looks like it's who's attached to it right like um what do you think about sb dunks then because those are even though they're coming out a lot more than they were years ago the collabs are there the energies behind it and like like we said like they're impossible to get because they're mostly only at skate shops sometimes on sneakers app but like they're not at foot locker they're not you know they're raffle only like how how do we feel about um, SB dunks? I mean, at the end of the day, man, the future's looking bright. I mean, look at the Sean Silvers. Like, everybody was like, no, I'm not paying more than 400 for a shoe with the snowflake on the toe box. And then now yeah, they're okay. at 8900 But the thing yeah. is, is, like, what Nike needs to do is they got to start making these more available or, like, at least, like, not fully available. You know what I'm saying? But the issue is, is that... At least, can- like, high tier. Yeah, yeah like, there's... The thing is, is like the consumer is sick and tired of all these raffles. Like you're just burning people out because it's a, another raffle you enter. You enter 10, 15 different places, L every time. You think you're going to have the same yeah. motivation to keep trying for the sneaker? No way. Yeah, like the thing is, is like with this SB dunk stuff is like, yeah, the dunks being pumped out are great. The collabs are great. The creativity is amazing. But the issue is, is if the general consumer takes a loss every time. What makes you think that they're just going to keep wanting to try at these raffles or that the hype's going to remain? I mean, every time I see a collab, man, it's like, oh, another nice Nike SB. I'm not going to touch for retail. Like, that's that's yeah. what it is. Because you look I at these. I haven't gotten one for retail yet. Yep, no, me neither. And, like, the thing is, is, like, I don't want to, um, I don't want to have to, like, go to these skate shops knowing that like the second the full size run touches the store it's gone and then we're being raffled the pairs like come on man yeah like, issue right here that's, man like at the end of the day like beautiful is it, that's i think I, that might be a best sb this year i know a lot of people won't say that but that shit is i amazing. mean i don't know man i'm not a huge fan of them i did pay resell i paid under resell obviously you know to make a little bit of chicken off or just even yeah. to hold them i mean 
like the velour is insane like the quality is insane like the details are insane but the issue is it's impossible to purchase like yeah like literally like we got all these skate shops in like missouri and kansas where no one like doesn't even know what a nike sb is and those are the people touching and buying pairs and enjoying them but us at these overpopulated areas like the second that size yeah. run touches it's gone that's it like is this yeah. one of the best like one of the Definitely touched the top 10 release, man. Like, we have not seen a velour on a Nike SB since the Bloody Sunday in, like, 2008. It's been 12 years since we saw this, like, you know, this remake of the motto. My fan of skulls, not really, but it's a dope shoe, dude. Would I wear it? Definitely not. But it's a nice shoe to look at. It's dope. The quality's nice, but we'll see, man. It depends on if the the consumers want to keep playing this gambling game every drop. I think the other I think the other side of it too is like the resale. Like you know, these shops are going through a pandemic. They're skate shops, so they don't get a lot of revenue and things like that. So like the whole back door, it's like I don't know. Are them just selling straight on StockX? It's like I feel like people just see it, or like they see like the one winner, like oh, it's possible, and then they keep trying. So it's like, and I don't know if anyone's doing the whole like oh buy a t-shirt and you get like an extra entry or whatever but i'm not doing that at the end of the day man like i completely understand where like these skate shops and the position they're in because like you got to realize these skate shops are carrying huff spitfire like these are brands that weren't hot like the last time they were hot was like 2008 like they're just sitting on nothing but dead weight but is it the right thing to do i mean ah they got families they got to overhead to pay for yeah so i don't blame it. them at all but i'm just Sucks. not with it <laughs> yeah 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 it's folks bro because like we're never winning like no matter what it is we're not winning like like the genuine collectors that wear their stuff aren't getting it only the resellers and it's because they're paying over over box price to take care of these skate shops and then to take care of themselves and then make their buck too so everybody wins yeah, and not really but yeah, it's just it's one of those things where it's like you kind of just have to accept it. Like you can't get every shoe. Yep. Like, I think that's yeah. a big part of sneakers in general, whether you're a reseller or collector or anything. Like sometimes you just can't get every shoe. You can't get it for the price you want. Like you can be mad at whoever, but it's like it's not going to change anything. Like at the end of the day, you can stay mad all you want, man. But if you're not getting them, you're not getting them, and. I mean, if you really want a shoe, man, you'll pay the price for it. Like, that's bottom line. 100%. Like, so, yeah. you know, it's it goes it's up both to ways, you. I would say. Yeah. So, okay, hot or not, Jordan 1s. And what I mean by that is, like, do you think, like, obviously they're – people are still buying them and everything, but, like, do you think people are going to, like, slow down with it? Like, I'm seeing, like, it's just gotten so oversaturated and some of these colorways are just so trash. I'm just seeing like, I don't like saying, oh, certain people are wearing it, make me not want to wear it. But it's like, I've been <laughs> bought, I, think the tra- <laughs> I think the Travis's were like the last Jordan one I bought. Really? Yeah. For, I, self, I for, for the yeah. for the toe anyway. I can agree, man. I'm, I'm sick of it. Like, I mean, as a reseller standpoint, uh, we're always guaranteed that markup, bro. Almost every time. Yeah, for um, sure. And like, and like, yeah, the more they're pumping them out, like the more opportunities we have to make almost double off them. But the issue is, is like, 
Man, you're right. Like, we're seeing this crowd, like, all these Jordan 1 mids, man. I've been flipping mids for, like, two years, but now everyone and their grandmother is buying mids and lows to hold. And then now they're crashing their own market. The market's so, like, done, yeah. And then and then this whole TikTok fad where, like... A I was going to say like, TikTok, like, bro. Yeah, like, certain yeah, like, shoes come out, and I literally say, yo, those are TikTok ones. No, literally, like, like everything is a TikTok <laughs> fad. Like, you see this one, like, big influencer wearing a pair of Jordan 1 mids, and automatically they're heat, and they're fire, and, like... That's the thing, like, I'm just tired of Jordan brand neglecting all the other models they have to play with. Like, we have Jordan yeah. 14s that haven't been touched much. It's not want to leave. But, yeah, yeah that's what I'm is. saying. Like, it, and I'm sick of t- and tired of these trash colorways. Like, they're just throwing anything on a Jordan 1. Like, will it sell? Yes, it's going to sell. But, like, dude, you're, you're just deteriorating everything. Like, you're, you're just overwashing yeah. it. It's it's saturated it's i don't even know man i'm just sick of it like, i think that's the it. hard part about being like a reseller and a like me myself like i resell shoes but i don't i mean i guess you could call me a reseller but like i don't like i don't have like 50 plugs i'm getting 20 pairs i'm doing all this so it's like i flip like what i can get but yeah. like i also like shoes for myself so it's like it's cool for the reseller but then like for yourself it's like i don't want to wear any of this crap like sometimes i want to buy shoes too right like most of the time when people resell they use the money to buy more shoes that they want and if there's nothing i want or it's just like corny at this point it's like bro i'm seeing like i mean not that i've been on the pages or anything but you may see pictures flowing around of certain adult stars like wearing sbs and stuff i'm like what the like i seen one wearing a pair of paris's it's like what is going on now like you know like it's no the thing is gq is doing sneaker videos now bro okay that i'm unaware of and that's when you know dude like that's the thing it's like everyone's buying themselves into the culture like we're not seeing anyone genuine like man the amount of people that come up to me at these sneaker events when i got older dunks on my table Yo, what's the name of these, man? Did these come out recently? No, bro. They came out like 12, 13 years ago, man. Like, like yeah. I don't think you knew what an SB or what SB st- like stood for like a couple years back, bro. And like, that's, it's sick and that's the thing, too. Like, like, I'll admit, like, yeah, have I been in this for that long? No, but it's like, I think if you're going to go into something, like, you still have to know your history. Like, if you don't know why this Jordan is important, if you don't know what you know sb collab this is and what that release was like and you know it's, it's like it's with anything like i don't get how people will spend a certain amount of money on something without doing your research on it like you just know like and like i'm into like facts and history and stuff like that so like that's just something i do but i don't know bro i think like i don't know it's like you said like i think jordan needs to like think about that because yeah you might be seeing all this money and things are selling out but it's also based on people that are into this because it's a fad they're not going to be with you for the next even two years forget five years like yeah no seriously five years is too long man i i give most of these people into the sneaker stuff bro they'll be gone in a year and a half for sure like it's just constant like it's not the thing is, is like, if you don't got the plugs for it, okay, that's understandable and stuff, but like, you're not going to want to cough up 
the resale ticket for everything. Like, that's just not how it works either. Like, you don't have like infinite yeah. amounts of money where you can be like, ah, you know what? I'll just buy those for $600 resale again. And I no. feel like that's why these like mids are like other colorways are getting bought up too, because it's like, I can't spend, you know, 5000 on an off white Chicago. So I'll get like a Chicago black toe mid for. 180 or whatever the hell it yeah, costs or keep or it yeah moving. or you even look at the previous retros man no one's gonna drop 1500 on chicago's come on man oh, like, i'm it's just so happy i grabbed like, that <laughs> chicago last year for like 500 like yeah, yeah, lightly they used so low, man they were so oh. low and the like, used was that like 300 and change no matter how clean it was and yeah. like that's the thing like like the thing is, the way I look at it is like the Jordan one mid is to cater to the average consumer that can't, that doesn't want to drop the coin on the retro one high. But like mm-hmm. now the resellers are starting to buy up the mid, so the people can't even touch the mid either. Like they can't yeah. touch the mid, they can't touch the high. So like at the end of the day, they're still going to have to buy the mid because it's the cheaper alternative. Does it, does it look the same? Uh, I don't know, but will it solidify people's like desire to like want to, or Jordan, like you know what I mean, like custom shoes. Oh, sorry, uh, quote unquote customs. Because yo, yo, uh, to me, yeah. a, <laughs> to me, a custom is literally like, like you say, like a shoe surgeon or uh, what's his name, Kixradamus or, or, uh, Maj, Maj, or, or Maj, yeah. Like, Taking a shoe, you can do whatever you want to it as long as you use a base model. I don't care. But to literally design a shoe in a factory and make it look like something else and then call it a custom, it's like, I can't, bro. I'm tired of these designers, man, or like, these people think they're just masterminds. Like, you're literally taking a Jordan 1 base model that's, you know, don't get me wrong, it's iconic and all this stuff, but like, you're you're putting a a twist. It's a layup. Yeah, it's not even, it's literally like you're going on Photoshop and just throwing a different little, little pick pick art like thing on the swoosh like that's just what it is putting like middle fingers splashing wave swooshes and it's like (laughs) or or the thunderbolts like the ian connor like revenge storms without a jordan one like or we got like i mean even the revenge storms was like people were going at those because they were saying it was a van like yeah, yeah. Oh, and, like, but the thing is, is, like, yeah, and then recently, man, what I saw was, like, the most cringiest thing was, like, I literally saw the Atlanta Braves cursive A as the logo for for some sort of, like, Jordan 1 custom, bro. It was oh sickening. I was, God, like, man. how are these people buying it? So, not hot. I guess we can both agree on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, with that – Cut it out. That that's gotta stay in 2020. <laughs> I don't want to see any. I don't want to see new master creatives doing this. And like, also, like you know, we can't leave out the whole like rubbing the paint off the shoes and like pre-yellowing them. Oh, nah. Them see, I, can we? I like. I actually like that trend. I'm not gonna lie. Ah, uh, like, did you see I the, like the that Dior trend. one that Daniel Arsham did? Come on, man. Yeah, that did look a little, but. The only reason I gave that a pass was because, like, that is his type of art, though. Like, he always does, like, broken, like... Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Unfinished statues and stuff like that. So, yeah, I do think it is a little oversaturated. Like, I did want to do, like, a pair of, like... I feel like... I feel like maybe it depends on the model. Like, 
for example, if you want to do it to like Chicago's or breads or something to look like an 85 pair, because like we said, they're like $3,000 and most people only have them brand new. So like it's hard to get, but like, I guess when you start doing like, a, I don't know, like a, what's like a newer Jordan one, like a pine green or something like, then it's a little like, okay, every shoe doesn't have to look, you know, yeah, like most of the trends yeah. I, I can, most of the trends I can get with is just like the severity of it, like doing it on everything is like, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. No, you, you. Great points, bro. I agree. Like, but ah, yeah, every sneaker man, we You're can tone that down. You, you can beat them yourself. <laughs> yeah. like, it, trust me, like just wear them. Like, I don't know why people just yeah. can't beat them themselves. Like, I've ran I through it's like, cause, like I think it's because nowadays, like the other thing is people are buying so many more sneakers, and it's not just like you know, there's so many so much uh variety and stuff to buy that like you couldn't even wear them as much as you wanted to anyway, especially since people are inside. Like you think about it, like distressing the shoe, like most of it's happened this year when people are indoors, like you're not going anywhere for the most part. So I don't know. We could, we could agree to disagree. I like it personally. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But again, like, I think it needs to be limited to like OG or like, when they have shoes that are already like vintage looking, it's you know I'm I'm good on that. But yeah, I don't know the Dior's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> um, iffy, but you know. Yeah, but I mean that's hey, he he's got more money than me, so. Yeah, um, <laughs> the both of us, bro. Yeah, don't yeah. don't forget to include me in that, bro. Forget it. Yeah. So the other thing I want to talk about, like it kind of goes with this whole distressing thing. I call them the the MoMA boys. So I don't know if you know what type of Instagram that is. It's like they'll wear like the Carhartt or Dickies jacket with the like a MoMA hat or like a old champion hoodie with like the cargos or like carpenter pants over some like yeah. 80, 85 Jordan 1s or like pre-yellowed Jordan 4s or like some random dunks that are like gray or like sale or like throw cream laces and everything and like yeah, personally yeah, I, like, I like the aesthetic personally but it's like I don't know how I feel like there's no individuality with it like when I see a lot of people doing it they all look like cut and you know cut copy and paste like it's take a picture of like they they never they cut off their heads they show their foot off to the side. Yeah, yeah. They have the same apartment with the plant, that same plant that they take a picture next to. And it's like, it's yeah. kind of like a mix between like Shia LaBeouf and like Travis Scott. That's the way I think about it. But the thing I noticed too is like a lot of people that do it are like white. Like I don't see like Spanish or black people really following <laughs> the trend. I'm saying, I just I mean, noticed it like- No, nah, no, nah, you're right, you're right. Like, and, and like know, what's so. funny what's funny about all this is that you literally described the hidden ny account like that's literally yeah what yeah, yeah, yeah. NY, those, that is all they yeah, post like accounts. the little plant yeah. aesthetic like with the jordan one that looks kind of cooked like or you got mm. these people just 
the famous cutoff, just, you know, the little Carhartt vest and shit like that. They paid probably like probably the high four, just like a beat up one too. probably belonged to like a construction worker and stuff. And like they're yeah. out here flexing with the cargoes and like, ah, is it high? I mean, I like the aesthetic. Don't get me wrong. Will it last? Mm, not really, bro. That's definitely a trend that's going to be like, ah. You think so? The, the only reason I think like, I think some variation of it will last because it is technically in that vintage wave and like vintage technically yes. like can't die. It'll just be like maybe like less prevalent, but okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So then the last last trend before we get into like just our top sneakers real quick. Um, different brands, and we talked about a little bit, different brands other than like Nike and Adidas like coming up. So we see like, like New Balance is killing it right now with their collabs. Like um, Puma, I think, is doing a lot of business with like influencers and stuff. But like, I don't know how Puma really like. I know they tried to get in the basketball with a lot of the younger players like Lamelo and uh, I think yep. what's his name Terry Rozier was on there. So I'm just about yeah, to say that. I don't yeah. know uh, who else. What other brands? I don't know any other sneaker brands that are really... That's really it. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, in the mix right now. It's kind of just Nike, Adidas, Puma, Reebok, and that's kind of it. Like, I haven't really seen any brands... Just... Reebok's oh, kind of oh, carried oh. by question mids, too. Like... Yeah, I agree. I like, know. yeah, that's the thing, like... Like, yeah, like, you, you saw that whole uproar they made for, like, you know, the yellow toe, like, the yellow toe yeah. uh, question made and stuff. But, like, it's just not enough. Like, I'm sorry, like, Allen Iverson hasn't been playing and God knows how long when. Like, decade, that's the thing. And, like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, can Reebok, like, throw in some variety? Like, this this can't last forever. Like, I'm sorry. And, like, Puma, yeah. like, one collab I did like that they came out with was the uh, Super Mario Sunshine collab. That collab was insane. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the details were fire. You got, like, the uh, like the aquamarine-looking thing on, like, the whole Puma logo and then the little mm -hmm. Mario accents here and there. I mean, I grew up on GameCube. Like, that's just really what it was, just a fat addiction to Super Mario Sunshine, Smash Bros. Like, right. that's just what it was. But, like... Other than that, man, they haven't been making noise. Just like you said, they, they jumped into the basketball league, but it's like, dude, at the end of the day, the player's just playing. And I'm like, he's not sporting it. Like, you got Kyle Kuzma, like, rocking Pumas, like, everywhere and stuff. But, like, it's – ah, that man can barely yeah. hit 20 points a game, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude? you like, need, like, a – I don't even – you just need someone, like, bigger like they just need someone bigger and like it, the product has to be good at the end of the day like people can talk about like oh if Virgil didn't do this or Travis didn't it's like yeah but at the end of the day it looks good like regardless of the cosign like if the product's not good it doesn't matter so at the end of I guess the day, we'll yeah, see yeah. but I think I think every brand knows where they are like New Balance knows they're not going to like overtake Oh, that's another shoe the Momo boys wear. The New Balance nine, like nine ninety. The Grays are like the yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The silver, the silver pair, the gray pair, like that pair yeah. is just absolutely like just in the gutter that's right it. now. Just everyone's got them. Like, and like the yeah, thing is, it's like the retail's too hot. I'm very, I'm very surprised. Like New Balance is getting the way they are because, like, at the end of the day, man, the premium materials are there and stuff. But like one hundred eight dollars for GRs, 
yeah. $180 for your scarves, man? Yeah. Come on. Like, like $180 that you're going to wear them twice and then not be able to get 90 beans for them? Come on, bro. Like, yeah. you know, so. So, I guess we'll see. But um, I guess we can get into these top sneakers and then be done with Perfect. it. So, first, I just saw about the sneakers I did not get this year. So, you pulled one of them out, Strange Loves. I would, that's the shoot, like you said, it's beautiful. I don't know if I would wear it either just because, like, I don't like being like, oh, it'll get dirty because, like, certain shoes to me just, like, there's a difference between, like, dirty or, like, a little bit dirt on the midsole or crease, and then it's, like, that's the lore. Like, if that gets dirty, like, it's, it's cooked. Like, it's over. And it's yeah, just, yeah, like, I agree. I don't know how wearable it really is, but like beautiful craftsmanship, storytelling, all that. Uh, Mocha ones, believe it or not, like I do have the Travis ones, but I think like the Mocha is like, I love that black toe color blocking. You know, it was, I think the brown was a little different, but like it it still was a cool shoe. Uh, Dior ones, you know, just we'll see what happens with that. Like, I don't know if other luxury brands are going to get into, you know, someone with Nike or Jordan or whoever, like we said, Prada and Adidas happen. So, I mean, who knows? We'll see. Uh, Chunky Donkeys. I don't know. How you feel about those? I mean, oh, oh, he, he, bro, definitely one of my favorite sneakers. Listen, like, I don't necessarily, like, I don't necessarily drop more than, like, four or 500 on a personal pair, but I had to pay 850 for these. And like, I just love the craftsmanship. I don't know. Yeah, I do what you gotta whole, do. A whole like randomness about like that's the thing. Yeah, like we have the option as like consumers to sell other products that we own to buy what we like, and that's exactly what I did. I offed a bunch of pairs, just you know, just so it wouldn't put a dent in my pocket. And the thing is, is like it reminds me a lot of the what the dunk. Like just the randomness of the shoe is just awesome. Like, who would have known that like. Ben and Jerry's was even going to come up with something like this. Like you just never know. I mean, exactly. Nike has the power to do the unthinkable and it's, and it's a beautiful thing, dude. I mean, I don't know. So that's definitely in one of my top, top five shoes for sure, bro. For sure. Uh, this one, a lot of people didn't like with the, <laughs> the union force. How do you feel about those garbage? Ah, uh, not really a huge fan of them. I mean, I got a pair of each of them. I paid resale for them, but like I made my cake off them, just resold them for more, just waited a little. I don't like the foldable yeah. tongue. It, it makes it look like an Air Flight 89, but just, I don't know. It's just, it it, it looks kind of corny to me. Just, you know, they, they yeah, drive a little Yeah, I think that was the main contention with a lot of people. And like they say, oh, you have the option to flip it up. But even when you flip it up, it's like it has the holes from where it used to be stitched down exactly. so you i think it's cool it. but like, that's at the end of the day yeah that's it's just not a shoe i would pay resale for that's 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 something i like that's how i kind of gauge yep. stuff like if i got it for retail probably would i've kept it like long term probably not to be honest but um yep. off-white four i still want that shoe that is a i know that was a shoe that kind of brought everybody out too but I, I really like it. <laughs> and unfortunately, it was a woman's yeah, yeah. shoe. I wear a 12 in men's, so it's like a 13 and a half in women's. Like, 13 and a half wasn't even on sneakers. Like, I was going to just go for, like, a 13 and try and, like, fit my foot in it. But that resale for 
like the big men sizes, like it's it's out of here. Like it's over. Well, no, it's like, extraordinary. I agree. It's not worth it. Yeah. At the end of the day, ah, you could buy some better sneakers Sorry. with that same bread. So, or multiple better sneakers. <laughs> like, oh yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, that's too much money. Um, off white fives. At first, I was really on the fence about the black pair. I don't really care for the cell pair, but. The black really? pair to me, like when I seen a lot of people actually rocking them and like throwing the white or cream laces in them and took the lace lock off, like in like fives, like the reason I don't buy like a lot of higher number Jordans, like I buy like six, sixes is probably the highest I really go or like sevens, but fives, like they look good, but like they're just so bulky. The tongue is huge. Like the way your 100%. jeans lay on, it's just weird. So like, when Virgil cut it down, made it thinner, made the tongue thinner and all that, and, like, gave it that aged yellow look, like, I wasn't a big fan of, like, the holes on it, but since they're not, like, literal, you know, you can't put your finger through them, like, they, yeah, that shoe, I, I wish I got them when they were, like, 500 in my size. Now they're, like, a yeah, thousand, now, so. I'm just so surprised, then, that you neglected the sale pair, man, because I just, oof, I, think I don't know, like, different. they're good, but, like, I'd, if I had to pick, like, if someone was like, you could have one of these for retail, I'm getting the black pair, you know? Okay. Yeah, that's understandable. Then, they go with everything. Yeah, and, like, again, to, the like, the wearing them more, like, I know they're pre-yellowed and stuff, but the sale, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd also, like, I'm trying to judge these shoes off of videos. Like, I'd have to see them in person, to be honest. I haven't seen any okay. of these in person. Um, except the Union Force. Um and then the last one I said was, we can't not talk about the Grateful Dead SBs, right? Like, yep, I agree. That that brought like when you talk about a lot of these shoes, like bringing people out, like the Dior's, the Chunky Donkeys, the, the um, what else brought a lot of people that weren't really in the shoes? I feel like those were the main ones, but the, the Grateful Dead's too. Like all the kids I went to with in high school were probably going crazy over those that always wore the tie-dye shirts to school with yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you know the Better skirt on and everything trash. like yeah those are those were dope to me I like the yellow pair the best to be honest then maybe uh -huh. like the orange pair and then the green pair last the green and blue I just didn't really yeah it looks kind of tacky yeah I agree yeah so I, I feel like it's a good dope. shoe but I feel like they overdid the fur. I just feel like the fur is just way too thick. Like if they did it like too um, high um, too, oh. like it comes off the shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just feel like if they did it more like a like the three bears pack, like the 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 baby bear, the mama bear, the dad, uh, the papa bear, whatever. Like I feel like it would have been a bit cleaner. But they were almost impossible to get, man. Until this day, I don't really see people with any of the three colors, like the skate shop exclusive. I don't see orange. anyone wearing them. Yeah, that's the thing. It so. seemed like a influencer shoe, to be honest. Oh, I agree. So, but all right, all right, real quick. I know this is, like I said, way longer than I thought it was going to be. But I'm gonna just get into like my personal like top five for the year that I actually got. So. I like these a lot. I know these are probably not on anybody's list, but this green is like, green's my favorite color and like this shade of green, the Spartan Dunks, like, I don't know, it's great. It wasn't, I didn't get them for retail, but it's like, I paid like 250, which is like whatever. 
Yeah, yeah. And these these became that hidden NY thought shoe, and I didn't even know it. Like the uh, Ame Leon Door 550s. These are, bro, believe it or not, like I've worn these more than like some shoes I've had for like years. Like, I wear these just to throw on, and like they go with everything. And surprisingly, like a good amount of people, I know they were like a it was like a raffle oh. and some people apparently you could enter for like all four but i didn't really like i like these and the green but i was just like i'm gonna get the gray i feel like everybody's gonna get it but yeah, yeah i ended up getting iconic. Yeah. and i feel like that shoe takes a lot of aesthetic from like the virgil like louis vuitton trainer sneaker it mm-hmm. looks exactly the same if you really so People were saying that, but at the same time, this was actually like they said, like a retro from like '89 or something. It's, a it's been a very show. So, so it's like I'm sure they took some like cues from it, but I, I definitely like the show, and I like that Virgil Louis Vuitton trainer too, which is another MoMA boy shoe, believe it or not. But this is a recent pickup. <laughs> Stussy Air Force Ones. Got these on the the actual Stussy site, believe it or not. Like, I think they only sold them at the stores and on their actual website. The only ones that came out at uh, other stores was the black pair, but I didn't really like the black pair. So happy to get those. Yeah, not great pair. I like them a lot. And then, sure, we talked about. Maybe, actually, I don't think we did talk about it. The uh, Travis oh, we actually did not SVs, of course. Great pair. This, like, even if Travis's name wasn't on it, I would buy the shoe. I know a lot of people say that about a lot of shoes, but, like, this, this like it's literally, like, just that pale pink swoosh on the outside. The, uh, what do you call it? The bandana print, the suede, like, the little flannel on the inside. Like, this is a beautiful shoe. Great we wanted one. So you got those from retail? Hell no. Uh, <laughs> that's ticket, why I was bro. like, ah, because because you said uh, you said think, these are my sneakers I'm, that I got yeah. from retail. Yeah. I was like, ah. Oh no, 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 no! These are five sneakers I bought and kept for myself. Okay. The okay. only ones I got for retail actually were the the Stussies and the the New Balances actually. Travis's I pay resale for it's the dunks I pay resale for and then another pair of dunks we talked about Syracuse oh, got these pair. for like two fifty wasn't gonna oh, pay any more than that and now you see like they're like six hundred so you buying brand new at two fifty yeah, yeah all these I bought brand new the only wow, shoes dude. like I've bought used will be like old retros that like I can't get like brand new unless we're going to like my Chicago's, my breads. I bought a pair of breads from 94, actually. That should be on this list, technically, but it didn't yeah, come out. Yeah, yeah, year, so. for real. How are you going to neglect those? Yeah. One of the best pairs of all yeah. time. Yeah, bro. That leather is, like, I know people talk about, oh, the leather's not the same as they used to be. Like, the leather on that 94 is, like, it makes you want to cry, bro. It's so Yeah, nice. no, it's just like <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Jordan 3s that were made in Italy. Forget it, yeah. bro. Like 2003 True Blue. Oh my God, man, that is the best leather I've touched on Jordan, <laughs> ever. I gotta check that out. 
as opposed to the 2016 pair, which I heard was like garbage. Yeah, I got I got that pair too, but you know, I just like true blues, like and with the Nike Air on the back, forget about it, bro. It's always great. Mm-hmm. Like for Alright, so if you want to get into yours. Alright, perfect. So I would say like number one by far. I mean, you know, the airship tag might as well just show them off a little again. Like we haven't seen a pair of these since like uh 84, and then recently, like they dropped yeah. the bread colorway that's not doing too well. I mean, it's still in the 600 mark, so but that surprised okay. me though. Yeah, yeah, like that's it... what I'm saying. Like, how are you gonna I don't know? Yeah, how that's are you gonna weird. want a white and red pair better than the black and red original color, whatever. And I think they only this came out in like two stores or something. Like the bread pair was mad rare. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know how people are neglecting them. And sh- I mean, the shape of this 1985 like retro is just unbelievable. Like the leather's insane. That like in crease. Like that's one thing I don't like though. I mean, I like you know, creases on my stuff and somewhat creasing. Yeah. 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 Like as long as it's not too, too bad and stuff. But like, the thing is, is like the shoe is just way too stiff. Like that's one thing mm-hmm. that Jordan could have done a little bit better. Uh, definitely uh, my second sneaker of the year, definitely the Jordan one Dior. I mean, the impact between like a high luxury brand, just dealing with a basketball brand is just immense. Mm-hmm. Like, like we were talking the whole Prada line followed by Adidas didn't hit, didn't do anything. I mean, at the end of the day, like, they tried to go with like the sleek and simple like colorway and stuff of the superstar and just add the little Prada logo on it. I mean, the leather's crazy. Don't get me wrong. I did see them. The leather's amazing, but ah, 500 for a superstar. No, thank you. Um, then, uh, I showed these before. This is top three. I would say this is number three, you know, like the design, the quality, like, you know, you're not going to find Calfer on any of these, like any of these like re- new releases Nothing. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? I mean, followed by the uh, the Ben and Jerry, I would say the Nike SB Civ list, uh, the thermal, like the thermal map, like those were beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I mean, impossible to get. they were impossible to get. Like I didn't try for them. That's probably like the next new release I'll pay resale for, like depending if it lands in my hands. Um, the Jordan 3 UNC, University of Carolina, absolute beautiful slept sneaker. Slept on shoe. Slept on. Oh, slept on shoe during release. I bought 12 pairs, first come, first serve on release, just driving everywhere, Jersey, picking these pairs up. Unfortunately, I sold them too early. Sold them at like 275, 280 a piece. Like now they're at 400. Yeah. It makes me sick. Like yeah. it is what it is. Um, then, you know, honorable mention, just picked these up this morning right before we uh, met up. You know, I paid, re- I paid 330. It is what it is. I mean, that's not bad. Jump. They're about to be at oh. 400 already. Oh, it's not bad at all. I mean, they're at a steady like 430 all of a sudden. Like this happened overnight. Um, I would say, and then definitely after the Mocha, I would say the um, the uh, the Jordan Four Fire Red Retro. I sold all my pairs, so unfortunately, I can't really show you guys. But mm-hmm. you know, you haven't seen the retro since 1989. The Nike Air on the back, the whole shape yeah. of the shoe was amazing. Like the quality of the shoe was dope. Like. Expect them to be touching over 300, 350 next year. Am I willing to wait? Not really. So that's just what it is. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, we got the uh, the Jordan 6 DMP, like absolutely perfect. Like, I forgot about that. Like, like the retro, just literally absolutely. And it hasn't come out since the pack. Yeah. Well, since 2000, what, 2005. And like, yeah. and, and, and like if you look at it, 
Yeah, 06. And, like, at the end of the day, man, you look at the back tabs on most Jordan 6 DMP. That are gold just pops. The Jordan 11 is just so shot unless it's brand new. Like, I just like how Jordan was able to, like – the thing is, is, like, people are neglecting it because it's not limited and, like, because it's not going for $400. But give it a year or so, man, those things will do numbers. Like, the shoe, the craftsmanship is absolutely perfect, stuff like that. I got another sleeper here too. That a lot of people slept on. I got like 12 pairs of these, these Ruhan Wangs, one of my favorite pairs actually to drop this year. I actually have no idea what that is. Yeah, man. These dropped uh basically like on Earth Day collection of this year, like last year, man. You had the they they use the same fly leather, like literally just doesn't crease, like doesn't beat up, like the shoe's so much more lightweight. And like Ruhan Wang is where, like, where did these drop at? Uh, these dropped everywhere, bro. I mean, this pair I got on sneakers, but I've been buying other pairs off resale and stuff. Like, they're not doing crazy numbers, they're at like 160, 170, but the details are insane, man. Like, literally, yeah, like, those are crazy. Those on these, so sleeper shoe for sure, bro. And like, it's really it. But like, at the end of the day, man, like, at the bottom of my top 10 list is definitely these. Like, I think Jordan. Those are amazing. Like, I just think that, like, Jordan, I don't know, like, with certain retros has been doing a great job. I mean, is it messing up the people that have the samples? 100%. You look at the Michigan mm. PE5, the, the Oregon 5 yeah. that dropped here. Like, but that's the, the thing. The UNC3. Like, yeah, yeah. UNC4s yeah, like, are supposed to come out next year. Like, I already pre-ordered a handful of pairs, man. Like, under retail, too. Like, I got I got a boy, oh, man. Shout out Boro. You know how it goes. But... Yeah, man, that's really my top 10, bro. Like, we've had some great hits or misses. Like, not everything has to be hyped to be a great sneaker. You know what I mean? So, for sure. Oh, that's my top 10 right there. So, that's really it. Definitely. All right, man. Well, I think that does it. This is like almost two hours. I'm going to have to edit a lot out. I mean, we talk too, so it's like it's gonna be hard to edit some that's stuff. That's the thing. Out, yeah, but... dude, we really, we really chopped it up. So, that's just how it was supposed to be. Where, but um, yeah, so that'll be it, guys. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, thank you, V, for joining me for this first episode of Sneaker Talk Jersey Edition. And if you guys know anybody else from Jersey, that's a huge, you know, or they don't have to be that big, but like someone who's in the know, resells, collects, whatever with sneakers, has knowledge that you know you feel like would be good for this, we'll get them on here next year after Q1. Uh, so that'll be it and you guys be great enjoy your new year and you know keep grinding stay positive you know 2020 is over but you know the time's just a just a I don't want to call it a construct but it's 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 in our heads like at the end of the day yeah yeah, life's not going to just change overnight so you got to put that work in and we also got a huge 2021 already just popping up. January is going to be crazy for sneakers, February. Nice. So, yeah. you know, there's no time for breaks in this game. So thank you, everyone, for sure. watching. Victor got sold out, man. Shout out to homie. Thank you very much for having me. And it was a pleasure yeah. chopping it up. All right, man. You'll be good, all right? All right. Take care, brother. Thank you very much, bro.